0: Shocked family members in South Korea have been visiting hospitals and trying to find loved ones after at least 153 people were crushed to death in Seoul. As many as 100,000 people were celebrating Halloween when a huge crowd surged into an alleyway causing the crush. Those who've lost loved ones are desperate for answers about how the tragedy happened. Our correspondent Chris Gilbert joins us now from nearby Tokyo. Kira, Chris, what's the latest?
1: Well, the latest is that people are looking into how this happened, uh, but still many people are missing, Uh, many people are in critical care, and uh, families still have the very unpleasant task of going through and identifying bodies. Um, We do know uh, somewhat um, the details and the facts on the ground of what exactly did happen. Um, uh, Itaewon is a nightlife, a party district in Seoul. Uh, This particular Halloween party is an institution. Um, It's very, very popular every year, but there was so much pent-up demand after three years of no parties, uh, tight COVID restrictions. A lot of people wanted to get out and be together again, and estimates are about 100,000 people turned up to this area, which, as we know, has very narrow streets and some hills as well. And in a crowd that size, people simply can't communicate. Um, if you're in the middle of the street and there are people coming up, uh, coming in from the top and coming in from the bottom, they might not know that there are people in the middle who can't get out. Um, I've actually been in a situation like this in Tokyo once before, a feeling of losing control, uh, the crowd taking over, being pushed around. You can see panic start to set in. And in this case, as reports have said, people became... Uh, unruly and agitated and it came to a head on a very steep uh, steep slope uh, where people began falling over each other and uh, becoming crushed under each other. There are reports uh, that people are saying there might have been a celebrity nearby that people were surging in to, uh, to have a look at or maybe even as there's been rumors of uh, drugs were being uh, distributed in the area or uh, that people at the top of the hill were pushing uh, as a joke um, but whatever happened um, it definitely started a domino effect, and uh, it ended up in the uh, the tragedy we're talking about now.
0: Chris, I know one Australian witness has described it as a slow crush, and he said numbers grew there over a period of time, and and as did the unrest. So, given that and some of the reports, why weren't there enough police monitoring the situation? Why didn't authorities step in? <sighs>
1: Well, that is the $64,000 question, why wasn't more done? I mean, to really control a crowd that size, you have to control it from the outset, before they turn up, before the people are there. And uh, maybe the authorities were not expecting it to be so popular based on previous numbers. Um, Maybe it it took everybody by surprise. That is what the investigation is looking at now. Um, There are things that can be done, for example, uh, in Shibuya, in Tokyo, a few years ago, there was a Halloween party where some fires were lit and uh, a truck was turned over. And so they implemented measures from then on to have a stronger police presence. Uh, anytime you go to really big festivals in this part of the world, they try and move them to the main boulevards, the wide areas. Uh, there's a lot of police and patrols on, uh, on hand and around blowing whistles and waving batons, batons, telling people to keep moving because if you don't keep moving in a crowd that size, the people behind you don't know what's going on and everybody gets stuck. Um, so it's certainly something for not just South Korea, but for countries um, all over this part of the world and you know, all over Asia to look at where there are lots of narrow streets and high population numbers that are going to big festivals um, to really look at and think, well, okay, as we lift our COVID-19 restrictions later than the rest of the world, what are the dangers for people? What demand is there um, for people to go to these festivals and what can we do about it going forward?
0: Chris, what are authorities saying about the death toll? Because as we understand the reports, there are some very um, critically ill people as well.
1: That's right. Yeah, there's about um, 154 at last count uh, dead, um, a couple up from yesterday. And they're saying that could rise by 30 or so because of those in critical care right now. There's also a lot missing. Um, More than 20 uh, foreigners or expats visitors to South Korea amongst the dead. Uh, including two Americans, an Australian, a couple from Japan, and other parts of the world. And uh, tragically, a lot of women. Um, uh, some numbers I saw were that there were almost 100 women dead, just over 50 men. Uh, and and scores of injured are still unaccounted for. And uh, 90, 90% of the bodies have been identified now. But as horrible as all this is, and the death told us, we also have to consider the other casualties of this, which is the trauma um, of everybody who was there, thousands and thousands of people who witnessed this were part of this. the scenes of uh, dozens of people doing CPR on lifeless bodies in the street. And, of course, officials are saying, you know, warning, please do not watch the videos that are going around because the collective trauma of this incident is going to be a whole other um, wave, wave of, of tragedy on top of it, um, you know, as if it hasn't been tragedy enough already.
0: Thank you for the update, Chris. That's Chris Gilbert, our correspondent there, joining us from Tokyo.